0: Hello, friends, and welcome to a very special conversation today on the Star City Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and we're going to hear from Romanian pastor and seminary professor and my dear friend, Dr. Elijah Sartow, and the work that he and his wife, Raylene, are currently extending to help thousands of Ukrainian people as they are fleeing Russia's invasion of their country. Elijah, welcome back today, and thank you for taking a few minutes in the middle of your very busy schedule there in Romania as you help so many others.
1: Thank you, Dr. Smith, for your invitation to be with you today.
0: Elijah, you and your family live in and minister in and around the city of Oradia, Romania. How close are you to the Ukrainian border?
1: We are in the city of Oradia. Uh, two and a half hours from the southwestern border of Ukraine, near Satomare, uh, in Romania. Other border crossings into Romania from Ukraine are in Siget, which is about four hours from us. And then we have Suchava, about eight hours. We have Yash, the city of Yash, around nine hours. And just for your listeners to know, Ukraine and Romania share almost uh, 400 miles of border mm-hmm. in the southern part Ukraine and the northern part of Romania.
0: Wow. And so so the people are, I imagine, the Ukrainian refugees are growing in number exponentially when it comes to those coming into the country of Romania now.
1: Absolutely. Uh, right now, as of last night, we had over 252,000 people entering the country of Romania. Some of them staying uh, for a longer time, some of them transiting through the western part of Europe.
0: Wow, a quarter million people in less than two weeks. That is amazing. Elijah, I'm curious about what kind of news coverage uh, in regarding the Russian invasion of Ukraine that you are seeing there in Romania. I imagine uh, you're hearing a lot of personal stories being shared and talked about uh, by those who are fleeing the the war uh, and the fighting in Ukraine. Absolutely, uh, Putin has sent his troops into Ukraine on Thursday.
1: If you remember, with bombing uh, mainly in the, east, in the eastern part of the country, and the armies uh, were heading now uh, for for a few days toward the capital Kiev. He attacked from three sides. Uh, last night, as we can, as I can tell, all the larger city of Ukraine, even in the southern part near Chernysky, Chernivtsi, had their bomb warning sirens on. Uh, The Russian armies came by land and air, and even by sea. Uh, Something that is very disturbing is that uh, as of uh, Saturday, they were talking about opening a corridor for the civilians to leave the country. Well, the talks were that there will be about three hours uh, of the corridors. Within one hour, the Russian troops starting to shoot the civilians, and now they are bombing the hospitals. They are bombing um, uh, buildings with civilians living in. They are bombing orphanages. Uh, literally, they have uh, no target, no specific target. Just they start bombing.
0: Mm, terrible, yes. And we're seeing uh, more and more images on our own media here in America of, of civilians being uh, killed and wounded in neighborhoods that suddenly are, are just being uh, eradicated, destroyed by the rockets and the artillery fire and the bombs coming in. I imagine, Elijah, with your country and Ukraine sharing such a large common border that there are probably a good number of Romanian citizens who have families and friends who are either in Russia or Ukraine. Uh, Do you have any friends uh, who live across the border in Ukraine? Uh,
1: Yes, sir. There are sections of Ukraine That have Romanian-speaking villages and towns. Uh, Part of our history even involves a dispute with Ukraine over an area of land that have been part of Romania in the past. Uh, So many Romanians now have families and friends with Ukraine. I do do have many friends living in Ukraine, as well as many friends that uh, we have ministered there for almost two decades. Uh, I have a colleague from my seminary days at Southeastern in Wake Forest, that uh, served as a missionary there, and now he had to flee to Germany. Uh, we have, of course, as you know, we have graduates from Emmanuel University and seminary. that are pastors and missionaries in Ukraine. We've collaborated for many years with an, organiz- an organization called Pro-Ukraine, that we are helping supporting uh, some of those people. In fact, my grandfather uh, died uh, in Ukraine uh, during the Second World War and uh i've always been um uh wanting to go see those places but yes indeed there are there are um, parts of uh, romania that are uh, uh cities that are they have ukrainians living in and of course in ukraine we have cities that we have romanians in mm.
0: uh elijah your ministry right now aside from your teaching ministry and your ministry as a pastor of a local church there uh, in Aradia, you are now helping refugees who are fleeing the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Tell us what the conditions are like at the border there between Ukraine and Romania, and, and also about uh, your ministry efforts. Help help our listeners to understand uh, what exactly you and Raylene are doing these days to help so many others. Yes, thank you, sir.
1: Uh yes, uh when when this war broke out, uh, together with my friend who uh has this ministry called Pro Ukraine and uh other uh pastors, about eight of us, we got together and we started this group uh on WhatsApp and then on Facebook and then we started to get together and see how we can be involved. Uh we con- we contacted our pastors, graduates that are on uh, the Romanian side of the border. We have some graduates that work on, on the border with Ukraine, but on the Romanian side. And also we got in touch with the our graduates who are on the uh, border with Ukraine, with Romania, but on the Ukrainian side. And also all of our missionaries that we have supported over the years through um, throughout these years. So we got together. How can we help? We received a request immediately to send... Uh, mattresses for all the the refugees that were coming already from inside Ukraine. So the southern part where we work, we have a lot of refugees that are coming for, uh, from as far as Lviv and Kiev, trying to f- come from there to the southern part of the border, on the border of Romania, southern part of Ukraine, so they can have refuge. We started uh, two refugee camps. Uh, in, the, in the first hours, we sent, they were requesting 300 mattresses. And then the next day, they asked for 200 mattresses. They asked for pillows and and blankets and food. And so that's what we have been doing. So far, we have sent over 1,400 mattresses. We have sent our, our church in the village, have sent 2.5 tons of food. So we are helping mm. uh, provide all of these needs. Also, when we had a chance, we sent some cash over there. The problem is that all of their stores are running out of uh, food and supplies because there's no way to, to, to take care of that and to provide now uh, food and other supplies. Uh, also, we are involved in bringing over, helping organizations that bring over orphans and different refugees. Some of them are in transit, as I said earlier. Some of them are staying for, uh, for a longer time. So right now we are helping an orphanage that's about half an hour from Oradia. They are hosting 96 uh, orphans that came from the from the uh, from the uh, part of uh, western part of uh, Ukraine from Kiev. Relin and I took some uh, microwaves, refrigerators. Uh, we took some food. We took some uh, mattresses, blankets, pillows. Uh, we even bought them a carpet so they can uh, they can sleep on the floor on the mattresses. Uh, there are 96 of them. They're expecting another 150. Um, so this is what, what we are doing, not only with these eight pastors, but also with our local church and, of course, uh, the university, uh, I understand, lately being involved. and uh, But everybody is helping.
0: Now, I understand that uh, the local churches you just referenced are also getting involved and, and um uh, for our listeners to have an idea of how this is all hands on deck, where the church is mobilized in a, in, a, in a in a huge way there in in Romania, uh, what are what are some of the families in your church or other churches doing to uh, open up their homes or to help others um, who are coming in from Ukraine?
1: Well, there are, there are different ways in which they can help. First of all. Uh, in my situation in my local church a small village church we have uh, most of our men are drivers so we were blessed to have them because what they do now is they take all the food all the supplies everything that we collect here they 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 are ready to take over they uh, they have mini vans uh, mini buses and uh, we just fill them with everything that the people bring in uh, it is amazing to see how how people are bringing from their own homes uh, flour and sugar and the oil and uh, rice and beans. And uh, so we, we put that together with what we buy, uh, like uh, everything that's canned and we, sh- we send them over to, uh, to Ukraine. So we have a lot of drivers that are willing to do that. We have a lot of believers, Christians who are willing to put their cars up for transportation. Uh, we have ladies that are involved in uh, making sure that all of these uh, places that we have for refugees, the camps are clean. Uh, we have ladies that uh, open their homes. We have, right now, we have um, uh, people that from Ukraine that are literally living with other believers. What's beautiful about this is that the believers have, they have opened their homes even to the non-believers. Is to a point where you know, there's no non-believer or believer. Everybody who comes as needs shelter, uh, you know, they are able to get in and be safe.
0: Beautiful. It is the uh the epitome of giving a cup of cold water in Jesus' name and being a, a servant uh to others. I imagine there'll be and we'll be praying that there'll be many open doors of opportunity to share the gospel. Uh, with uh, these Ukrainian families that are fleeing their uh, what really was a beautiful country and, and now is just being ruined and devastated by uh, the attacks of the Russian army. Well, Elijah, we are almost out of time. Let me ask this question. How can we be praying? What would you like for us to be praying specifically about for you and Raylene and, and the church there in Romania as you minister to so many people in Ukraine?
1: Well, first of all, I'm asking, thank you so much for asking, asking that. It's, uh, it's, uh, it means a lot to us, and we are so thankful that you uh, you as a person and your family, as your church and the American church are standing with us in supporting us first of all we pray that uh, that the lord will put a, a stop to this if it's of course if this is uh, if this is his will but we will uh, we'll like to pray for you to 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 pray in uh, pray for peace it starts with the priest of peace who came to be the light of the world so pray that god's will will be done Uh, Pray also for uh, us to stand firm on the foundation of God the Father and that our focus will be on Jesus and his example for our day-to-day lives uh, as we strive to imitate him. Uh, Pray uh, for the Ukrainian people. Uh, We know that uh, the world will never be the same, so pray for the leaders, for presidents, for generals, for government officials, Pray pray for the Ukrainian people. Um, we pray specifically for the believers that this will not uh, 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 move them away from the faith, but this will even strengthen their faith and help them get closer to God. It is so hard to explain to someone who goes through this and sees all the atrocities that say God is good. Mm-hmm. So we pray that they keep the faith and they will keep going on and going on and going on. Uh, right now we're helping Ukraine in three different areas for supplies for those refugees, sending supplies. So pray that the Lord will provide that. And also um, pray that we uh, will be able to be determined, to be attentive, to be alert. And uh, because sometimes we feel we're swamped and we're tired. But uh, just keep on, keep on, keep on fighting
0: Boy, we certainly will do so, my brother, and uh, we will continue to be praying for you and Raylene, your beautiful family, and, uh, and, and for the ways that God continues to provide and direct you and so many other Christians in, in helping those who have lost so much in just such a very short time. Elijah, thank you for making time yourself In in the middle of your very busy schedule today, at the end of your day, I believe it's almost uh, 6.30 in the evening where you are, about seven hours uh, ahead of us. I hope you and Raylene get a good night's sleep, and maybe we can touch base and check in with you again in in the days ahead. Well, friends, if you'd like to help Elijah and Raylene, as they are helping so many others who have lost so much because of Russia's war against the people of Ukraine, then you may do so by going online to firstroanoke.com where you can give your designated gift today. Just put the word Ukraine in the memo box and we will forward every penny you give to the ministry efforts of Elijah and Raylene Sortow as they continue to help so many who have lost so much because of this terrible war. I'm Brian Smith and thank you for listening to another conversation here at the Star City Podcast. I hope you live the rest of your week by His grace and always for His glory.